Hey guys, Brendan Gennetti here to share something really exciting. I'm happy to announce that Music You're Missing will be presenting Up Next Fest, featuring Retrograded, Section 2, Mako, and Stefan Thev on December 8th at Sonia in Boston. Tickets are $23 and are on sale right now. I'll be kicking off the event with a live Q&A session featuring all artists on the bill. And in addition to the Q&A, tickets for the VIP experience include early entry, music you're missing swag, and a group photo op and are just $33. You can buy tickets in our link tree and in the episode description. And it's literally blasted on all of our social media. So it's really not that hard. Just, just Google it and you'll find tickets. Um, but hey... Not to be dramatic, but this is really fucking cool. This seems like a dream come true. And I'm just so excited. I'm also like immensely stressed. This whole situation has been a really great learning experience so far. And I will say, I'm really grateful that I'm not doing it alone. Because one of my best homies has signed on to be my partner in this whole thing. And he is actually here with me in the flesh to talk more about the show. So everyone... Please join me in giving a warm welcome to the sorry son of a gun joining me in Up Next Fest, Matt D'Amico. <laughs> in the flesh. Hey, Matt. Hey. How are you? So good. So good to be here. For context, we did just down a bottle of white wine before this, so that's kind of where we're at. <laughs> Standard procedure. And we're also drinking a white, no, not a white claw, a high noon. Come on, we're classier than that. <laughs> um, so, Matt, we finally just announced Up Next Fest, but little do the people know at home that this has actually been going on for quite some time. Uh, how has this chaotic week, because it's truly been chaotic, how has it been for you? It has. Um, I think it's been like a week of adventure and surprise in the sense that I had no idea that there'd be all these texts that I'd be getting <laughs> from you. I saw these little minor tasks to do, but no, it's um, learning how to kind of do this together. I think it's been, it's been interesting to see. Yeah, I, that's so true. There's so many things that even though like I knew I knew how to uh, do the bulk of this, there's so many other things where I'm like, huh, this is something that just came to me right now and I could have never planned for this. And I didn't. I didn't know a single <laughs> thing of that. So. so, yeah, you bring up a good point. Were you expecting? So for context, for those that don't know Matt, he doesn't work in music. I mean, he is what? You're not a finance bro. You're what, a real estate developer or some close, shit? Close enough to a finance bro. I'm a real <laughs> estate developer. He does own a home uh, in Southie for those <laughs> listening from Boston. So he does have a mortgage. Actually, is it paid off? It's definitely not paid <laughs> it's off. It's paid off. Yeah. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so like, were you expecting to get this close during this process? I think in the professional sense, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're definitely getting to, I'm learning the professional you, which is stern. I think you're it's stern. really I, good at, I think the value, that, that's the value add, you know, the way Making I email, people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. The way I email is like immediate, like I need an answer immediately. Yeah. You're very like, all right, I'm going to sit on this and I'm going to, I'm going to use big words, but I'm going to get the right answer out of them just in due time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, you know, as I said, you're, you're not, someone who works in music, but you have experience kind of finessing your way to music industry's biggest events, literally of the year, because Matt D'Amico joined me, went with me, courtesy of Nick Alley, to the Grammy Awards this year. Absolutely. So obviously I want to talk about Up Next Fest and the artists that we have in the lineup, but I just think it's really critical that we kind of talk about our Grammys experience. Just need to get that flex in there. Um, so first of all, we started it off as you recall, he, he went to my brother's, uh, my brother's bachelor party. 
four days of just aggressively drinking. Yes, it was aggressively drinking. We had a good time. We partied a lot. Is is really setting the scene. We did. I lost for, my phone in the river. Oh my god! The card ID all gone. Yeah, we were in a river. You dropped it all to the bottom. And then twelve hours later, we went to the Grammys. Hopped on a flight from Austin, Texas, to the Grammys. Immediately landed and went to where? That's a fantastic question. Men's warehouse. Men's warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then immediately started drinking again and we went to the Grammys. How was your opinion on the Grammys? Uh, it was incredible. Um, honestly for all these, I, I wouldn't say I'm a big pop music guy, but to showcase all these pop artists who I otherwise probably wouldn't have respected that much. I think it was incredible to see like the live performances of like Billy and like Olivia Rodrigo. It's just like insane. Can I call you out for a little bit? Yeah, go for it. I feel like there's been a, there's been like maybe seven times since our Grammys experience that you've really said that you're a fan of Olivia Rodrigo because I think just <laughs> as like <laughs> as like a stock sad boy it's like until you realize how good her music is like you don't know what you're missing out on like I had a walk this two weeks ago at three in the morning around South Boston mm. and I just listened to driver's license and I watched that video again from the Grammys and I was like this is just like I'm self-actualizing it is. we had some really hardcore plans for after the Grammys but before we could go out we had to eat we had to eat dinner we had to eat supper um, so we went to this dinner, <laughs> we went to dinner at Resorts World. We had ourselves a little truffle. Well, I had, I had this <laughs> lovely, I had the lovely gift card through my credit card that we had to use. We had to spend it at that dinner. Your, what right? was it? Your Amazon? No. What's your credit card? <laughs> your Amazon, your fucking Walmart platinum card. No, your, what was it? What's your card called? It's Amex platinum. Yeah. I'm not, that's not, <laughs> the flex is not getting into I asked you, I asked you, sorry. Grammy Soraya, the Amex platinum. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. So we had to spend the money. So we got like this yeah. expensive, like, uh, what's it called? Um, truffles, man. Like when I tell you <laughs> truffles in fucking everything, appetizer, truffle, dinner, truffle, shaving it, shaving, shaving the truffle onto the meal. Anyways, how did that make you feel? Yeah. So I had never seen truffle like that. I, in my, I've always had truffle as like part of an oil or something. This was like a legit shaving of it and it was just it covered the whole thing so it was just like black truffle covered the whole thing of it and truffles always kind of made me feel a little weird because they are so strong sorry i'm getting so many texts <laughs> truffles always kind of made me seem like kind of a little weird because they are really strong but i would like i like them but anyways we're eating and as we're eating this man takes his pants off and he's taking his pants off and we think that he's with these two women that are like with him and then they start getting like freaked out. And obviously Matt and I are gentlemen. So we're like, hey, cut the shit. <laughs> Except that's not what happened at all. No. I don't even think we even. We, we didn't acknowledge. No, situation. we didn't acknowledge it until security came over. But moral of the story that there was this guy. He went over to them and he was drunk and he ordered an $800, an $800 bottle of wine on their credit card. And they had to like figure that out. They didn't know him and whatever, like shit's going down. So we end up talking to the ladies and we tell them that we're coming from the Grammys. I'll never forget. They said that we look like classy gentlemen because that's probably the last time I've been complimented by a woman. And it was almost a year ago. Um, so like in then and there, I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be so fun. We're going to have like a crazy night out. And then all of a sudden I'm like looking at Matt D'Amico directly in the eyes and I'm like, uh-oh, something's amok. And <laughs> for reference, you have at this point puked every single day prior to this event. So this is not necessarily. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not one. So in growing up, 
I mean, when I became a legal age, I never threw up from drinking until one day I did. And then I exclusively threw up from drinking. So uh, as we mentioned, we were at my brother's bachelor party. I threw up a ton and then we're at the Grammys. I eat the truffle. I look at Matt and you, you guessed it. I had to throw up. So I run to the room and I start throwing up just truffle. It was really freaking scary. I Google truffle mushroom shavings because they're just like these little black things. And I was just throwing up black. It was not a, a sight to see. Um, and that actually continued for six hours. And I was fully naked. With, with those women. <laughs> no, no, no. That's true. <laughs> I mean, not in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry. So Matt, so then we finally get up to the room and I'm like, yeah, Matt, like you just got to have your own night in Vegas because I personally am throwing up out of every orifice uh, and I got to be naked in the tub and I got to lay down nude and throw up. And I spent my Grammy night, my first ever Grammy awards that I got to go to the biggest honor of my life. I spent the night throwing up naked on my hotel floor, black truffle goo. While Matt is hanging out with two older women, which is my favorite kind of woman, without me. God bless him. <laughs> and anyways, so in short, that is Matt's connection to the music industry. So now let's <laughs> let's get to business here. So we're obviously here to announce Up Next Fest. All right. Matt, I want to talk about the inception of Up Next Fest. Do you remember the moment that we decided it was it was happening? The first moment or the concept? The first moment. Both? <laughs> I, I think I think the moment when it like became really became do you want me to talk about this? Are we talking about lobster bake? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> so I, I think there were a few previous times where just in concept we talked about, you know, what what if we what if we tried to what if we tried to book artists? What if we tried to book them to certain venues? Like what, what would that look like? And I yeah. think it was just like a Super lofty concept. Who knows what we're talking about? Um, up until we had two lobsters down our gullets. Did it all come together? We were at, it was probably one in the morning, two in the morning after a lobster bake up mm -hmm. in uh, the great old Salisbury, Massachusetts, um, over by the fire. Yep. Um, I'm sorry that all these stories keep revolving around drinking, <laughs> but we were, you, you were, your foot was fully broken. We were, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I had a broken foot. Um, very much so like right into that too but yeah we're sitting around a fire and to be honest like obviously like i've been doing music you're missing for a while realistically probably only like legitimately for like a year and i knew that this was the next step but like i didn't i don't really have i mean uh, there are people here at big night that are amazing that do all of like our production and stuff but like i don't really necessarily have a team behind like the concept of music you're missing so i never really had that push to like act on my goals and you randomly were just like, Hey, what are we, when are we going to do this? And I was like, you caught me in like a good moment too. Like I was being vulnerable and I was like, to be honest, like I'm ready. Like I know that we can do it and I will do it like, and why not to the best that I can. So let's do it. Yeah. And like, that was our moment where like let's fucking go and i should i should mention it it's not like we wanted just to book artists that wasn't it the vision was always that we know there is there are value in artists that bookers don't want to take the risk on booking but we have confidence in them and we know that they can sell if given the opportunity and we're creating a platform 
we're, we're, we're creating value by creating a platform. I think it's kind of the punchline at the end of the day. Amen. And that's, and ever since then, I mean, the rest was history. We kind of immediately got to work. But Matt, so obviously, you know, next step, we, we got to find a place and that's, that's not a sexy aspect of it. Yeah. So we'll save the listeners that the lineup, obviously, you know, you had some creative input for sure, but you really did trust me because obviously I'm the one working with these artists directly to build the perfect lineup. And I've got to say, and I don't mean to put you on blast, but it was really funny for me to like, I would send you an artist and I think specifically it was, I think it was Stefan Thev I sent you and you were like, oh my God, he's like really good. Like he's like actually like really good. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I know. Like that's the point of music <laughs> you're missing. Like these artists are like next level good. They just need someone to like give them the time of day. So it was funny, but it was actually like really validating in the whole concept because I'm like, oh, this is my fucking test market right here. That's right. And and he's digging it. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about the lineup and and how we we came to do this because I immediately knew who I wanted and Mako was our, our first person that we booked. And I discovered Mako on a TikTok actually, uh, which is funny because I didn't know he was from Boston. He's, he's a local, um, him and Stefan Tev are local to Boston retrograded in section two or not. But yeah, I did not know Mako was local until afterwards, but I, I found him on, on TikTok and his song cool had just dropped and I immediately was hooked. And I was like, dude, I can't believe this man lives in the same city as me because he is just so music you're missing. It's sick. It's the type of song you can listen to every single day too. Yeah. So I just knew I immediately wanted him on the lineup. Mako. I feel like he really is like an artistic director. I feel like he's had a vision and he knows his vision and he executes his vision no matter his resources. He's very resourceful and he gets the job freaking done and he does it so well. Yeah. It seems like he has like a really strong like following around him too. And just, I think that's something we've been seeing in the last week or so is just like the number of people who are super passionate about Mako is super cool. Obviously, he's super passionate about yeah. everything he's doing too. And he, yeah. So not only is he super passionate, he's like a fucking workhorse as well. Immediately, he texts me. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna like go busk around Cambridge and like try to get people <laughs> to go to the show." I'm like, "Okay, please. Like that makes my job easier. Like please do that." And like he's sharing everything. Like I, I really appreciate his work ethic as well because I mean, at the end of the day, you know, as an artist on a, on a lineup with other artists, like this is a great opportunity to to make new fans and to get people in front of your music. And he's really taking the opportunity by the balls. Um, so I'm excited. I'm hoping that we can be friends after this, after I'm not, after I'm not his boss, I hope we can hang out. <laughs> <laughs> but then after Mako, we booked section two, who I actually have been following for quite some time. I've always known I wanted to get him on a show because he is from New York. Um, I guess I can give more context on that before you chime in, Matt. Section two, I I found him through this song called Walk Right, which is the most legit song. Like, it has a full band behind him. You look up the music video. It is so well produced, so well directed. And I think it maybe has like 2,000 streams on Spotify, which not a knock to section two at all, but it just... 100% deserves so much more. And if you heard that, you would think it's like a, a today's top hits song while still being in its own kind of realm of its own. 
I'm so happy to have him on the lineup because I, I definitely think, as I was saying, he has like a really strong vision. His vision is unique. And I think he's had a lot of different kind of like mini viral moments. And it's just a matter of time until he has like that one send home moment. Yeah, I think he kind of embodies that whole up next, right? Like if you're going to if you're going to operate at that level of kind of professionalism and professional sound, you're going to you're going to blow up. At mm-hmm. time, right. And I, th- I think he, he certainly embodies that. So after we booked section two, we, of course, next booked retrograded. Retrograded has a wild story, to be honest. He straight up rode the music you're missing fan to music you're missing booked artist pipeline. He was a fan of the show. He found music you're missing through our first episode with Versace, who I interviewed in my parents' basement on a phone, on a microphone, because I didn't even have Zoom at the time. I didn't know what Zoom was because the pandemic hadn't started. Um, So like it was truly like he is an OG fan and he didn't even, I don't even think he had retrograded at the time. He, he was part of a different band. Um, so I've been following his actual career since the beginning and it was just a no brainer that he was going to be on this lineup. Yeah. I'm so happy he ended up on the bill too. I feel like retrograded is very you vibes. It certainly is. Oh my God. It's like, it's like a culmination of all these artists that I love and it's, it's an upbeat version of all of them too. Retrograded, stoked to have in the lineup, uh, stoked that he's a fan of of the show, and I am happy that we can get him because he's not from Boston. He has no really ties to Boston, so I'm excited that we can kind of break him into the Boston market, which brings us to someone who doesn't need to be broken into the Boston market because this man is born and raised. I think, actually, I've never asked him, but I know he currently resides in Boston, so I assume he's also from here. <laughs> Stefan Thev has been killing it in the Boston music scene. Similarly to Retrograded, I got another funny story. So I have heard of Stefan, right? I knew his music. I had no clue he was from Boston. This whole time I had no clue he was from Boston. All of a sudden, while I'm booking this, I found out that he was from Boston. So I immediately go to reach out to my friend who's really tuned in to like Boston music. And I go to DM her and I look at our DMs and I hadn't answered her in months. And the last DM that she sent me was a music video for Stefan Thev. And I just messaged her and I was like, holy shit, I was just about to message you and ask you about Stefan Thev. And then the last message that you sent me that I just fucking ghosted you and breezed you on was Stefan Thev. So this is this is fate. We got to get him on the lineup. So, yeah, after booking Stefan Thev, that is when it was time to sign, seal, delivered and get this sent to the venue and kind of execute the vision. Uh Big Night has signed on to do all of our content production, which has been super helpful. Josh is an actual god on Final Cut. And Peter is the king of being in the CC to every email that I send. Um, So, yeah, it's been a wild experience. But we are happy to share that Up Next Fest comes to you live on December 8th from the Middle East in Cambridge. So, Brendan, what do you think people can expect um, at Up Next Fest? Okay. So I should say this. I threw an event called Friends of Friends Fest. And I'm not lying when I tell you the energy at that show was so tangible. Like there was a vibe and everyone was a part of it. And that is exactly what we're doing with Up Next Fest. We are here to show you these artists. But who are you in the crowd? 
Like you are someone who cares about up and coming artists. All of these people at the show might come from all different walks of lives, might be in college, might just be Boston locals or whatever. But at the end of the day, something that connects us is just like our love for music. And if you like music, you like having a good time, you like mingling, you like connecting with people, Up Next Fest is the place for you, my friends. I'm so excited for it. I think it is literally, this is truly the blueprint of things that are going to be bigger and better and greater. So to say that you were at the first Up Next Fest is going to be an honor. You're going to want to print out that ticket. You're going to want me to fucking sign it. God damn it. All right. Because this is no dang joke. Love, love the narcissistic projection. <laughs> Who, me? No, but like for real, I think in two years, probably one year time. Two months. Two months. Honestly, you're going to look at this lineup and you're going to say, wow, I can't believe that I had the opportunity to see all four of these artists under one roof. That's the whole point of Up Next Fest is these people are genuinely up next. So this is your opportunity to see them before they all have their moments. And it's just a matter of time. Agreed. All right. Well, that being said, my friends, Matt D'Amico, thank you for joining me in the studio. If you haven't already, you know what to do. Buy your tickets. Link in description and bio. And thank you for joining us on this wild ride, especially if you've been an OG fan and like an OG listener. It's really like I was actually having a, a therapy talk today with my therapist who I love. Um, and I was just like, whoa, man, I'm like living in like you you work for things all the time, right? You work for things. I also just moved. Like I, I've been working to move out. I've been working to announce the show. I've been working to get out of a fucking walking boot because I broke my foot. And I'm just like in a place where it's all coming to fruition. It feels very weird. It's all coming together. So thank you everyone for joining me along the ride. <laughs>